Hello, welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, comment, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We would love to hear your ratings of the movies and shows we review. Email us your audio file to recappingpodcast at gmail.com and we will play it during the show. Or DM us on Instagram and we will post and read it on air. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Delora, how's it going, girl? Oh, it's going. How about yourself? I'm good. It is Tuesday and you guys know what that means. Time for another recap. This time, it is a film we have talked about, we've enjoyed, we've mentioned multiple times, especially in our last episode. So if you have not listened, please go back and take a listen to our headlines and hot topics. And that film is Free Guy, another Ryan Reynolds vehicle. We might be fans. We might. Dropped in theaters (laughs) on our favorite Ryan. (laughs) Our favorite. On August 13th, 2021 and released on Disney Plus and HBO Max on February 23rd, 2022. The biggest difference between the two streamers is because this is a 20th century and Disney film, Disney Plus has all the extras. So if you guys want to see some of those deleted scenes, if you want to see some of the extended footage, such as how Dude came to life, which was very interesting because I didn't even know that was a real person. (laughs) check out the Disney Plus version. All right, director, Sean Levy. Him and Ryan must be best friends at this point, don't you think? Absolutely. The new Leo and Scorsese. (laughs) Or, uh, well, I guess I shouldn't say uh, Johnny Depp and um, Tim Burton. Ooh, Johnny Depp and Tim Burton. Yeah. So, quick summary. A bank teller realizes he's a minor character inside a massive video game and decides to take control of his destiny. Cast Ryan Reynolds as Guy, Jodie Comer as Millie, a.k.a. Molotov Girl, Little Rail as Buddy, Joe Keery as Keys, Ukarsh Ambudkar as Mouser, Taki Watiti as Antoine. Congrats, by the way, I heard you and Rita Ora are engaged. Good for you. Mm-hmm. And Channing Tatum as Revengeman Buttons. Reviews, Delora. Rotten Tomatoes. 80% critic score. 94% audience score. And 87% of Google users give this film a thumbs up. Give it was me, a surprise hit of 2021. It was. Give yeah. me your grade for Free Guy. All right, Ashley. Um, for Free Guy... I appreciate the originality of this story, which is, you know, the opposite of what we talked about in our last recap with Sneakerella. Check it out. It's an adaptation of Cinderella. I appreciate all the new ideas behind this and everything was a lot of fun and colorful. I'm not a gamer, so I knew certain things through, you know, pop culture lens, but there's some deep cuts that I'm sure I overlooked. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I give this movie a B. How about you? Okay. Ditto on such an interesting concept. I really enjoyed the ride. First time I watched it, I was blown away. I was like, oh my God, I loved this movie. So because of that, 
I gave this film an A. Oh, okay. That's what's up. I know. That's a, that's a high grade, but I mean it. All right. Spoiler alert, guys, as we get into the film. Delora, my first question for you is, did you know what this movie was about when you started it? No. And I was very intentional on keeping it that way. <laughs> I had no idea either. The I marketing was, doing... was like almost nothing. I was on the ride with Guy. Apparently, uh, Ryan Reynolds did a lot of marketing um, after it was like delayed and all that stuff happened, like a lot of iterations of different marketing pieces, but I didn't see any of it either. I remember the only thing I saw about this movie before I watched it was I was in the airport and there was an interview with like Jody, Sean and Ryan. And I had no idea what was going on because I just saw him in character and her in her Molotov girl costume. So I didn't know what they were talking about. I didn't know what was going on. I was like, okay, whatever this movie is, Ryan Reynolds, I'll probably watch it eventually. Shockingly surprised well, by how much so I enjoyed funny. it. So for me, I had no idea. All I knew was Mariah Carey gave them a shout out on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness, Mariah is okay with this. Okay. And then of course, Shout out to Lil Rel. He was on his winning streak in 2021. All the features. All the He movies. was the little Wayne of 2021 films. <laughs> and I think we've recapped at least, this is what, our third or fourth one he was in from? It's been a lot. Year. It's been yeah. a lot. He was even in the photograph. Yep. But he, so I was thinking many. just last year, it was Fatherhood, obviously, Vacation Friends. And then he was so proud of it. I saw his social media saying like, you know, this is the fifth movie I was in and it was, it's a hit. You know what I mean? I was like, oh my goodness, little round come through. I have no idea what this movie's about. (laughs) He did his thing again. So we start with a voiceover from Guy and we are in Free City where the people who wear sunglasses are the heroes causing all sorts of mayhem and destruction. Meanwhile, Guy works at a bank and wears the same outfit and has the same daily routine, yet he thinks Free City is paradise. It was very Truman Show-esque when we first got started, but violent. I want to be that happy. I genuinely want to be that happy. <laughs> or that delusional, whichever. <laughs> oh, it's the, it's the money for me. Like, just him being happy, I think he barely had $200 in his account. Oh boy. (laughs) Did Free City feel like paradise to you? Absolutely not. If I were a gamer, probably, you know, but all the shooting and violence and blowing stuff up and all that, it's a, it's a no for me. (laughs) How about you? I would agree with that. Even though, you know, as a society, unfortunately we've devolved and we have a lot more violence than we've had, but I'm going to say it's a hard no one wanting to see um, or work in a place where, you know, there's a robbery every single day. And yeah, I'm good. The only thing Guy seems to notice missing in his life is love. He wants a woman with an offbeat sense of humor and an obsession with feel-good diva pop, a.k.a. Mariah Carey. Yep. <laughs> Enter the woman of his dreams, Delora. It was love at first sight. And song. Again, Mariah Carey fantasy is one of the biggest themes of this film. But she is one of the sunglasses people. Sunglasses people don't talk to non-sunglasses people. 
that was a little bit uh hierarchy-ish. I was just about to say for this to be quote unquote paradise, what's the deal with the caste system? <laughs> <laughs> we realized the girl of his dreams is a real person and that Free City is actually a popular video game. She is suing the publisher of the game and playing it to look for evidence she needs that lives inside of it. But her appearance has changed Guy in his routine. He takes a pair of sunglasses for himself off a bank robber to chase after her, and he can finally see elements of the game as sunglasses people are actual real players in the real world. So at this point in the film, how did you feel about this setup that we have of going back and forth between real world, real players, and the reality that Guy finds himself in not understanding that he's just a product of a video game. Oh, I was a little bummed because I'm like, oh, Ryan Reynolds' character isn't real. So there's no <laughs> real love story. Although there is kind of still. I was a little bummed out. Just, But it was, again, very unique. And I was along for the ride. I so thought they were going to figure out some way to break him out of this video game. I don't know why. Really? I went in that direction. I was like, oh. So we're going to have to find a way to make him a real boy. You know what I mean? I know. Isn't that what happened in Life Size with Tyra Banks? It's been so long since That's I watched Life Size. Again, speaking of Disney <laughs> Channel original films, yes. I loved that movie back in the day with Lindsay Lohan and her. But I think I thought of it just like even with what we haven't done upload, but even with upload, like he oh. couldn't stay in that place. You know what I mean? Like we need the love we need the love story to your point we're gonna get a variation of it but I I just I had that in my, the back of my mind like oh somehow Ryan Reynolds is gonna be able to get out of this game you know what I'm saying so that was where my thoughts were at the time but meanwhile at the video game headquarters an employee keys has noticed the disruption in fact that guy who is a non-playable character or NPC is not behaving normally so Keys and his co-worker and BFF Mauser enter the game to stop Guy as they think someone has hacked in and is using Guy essentially as an avatar. I really liked this whole sequence of them like chasing after him, wearing these silly costumes, him using sneakers again. Shout out to Sneakerella. Those sneakers really helped him to get out of a sticky situation. But unfortunately, they got him. They killed him. Or, you know, video game killed him. You don't right. Die. <laughs> right. So it turns out that Keys and Guy's dream girl, whose real name is Millie, were partners and co-creators who designed their own video game years prior called Life Itself, and it included artificial intelligence. Tsunami, the company that owns Free Guy, stole their work, according to Millie. Keys had a little bit of a different version. He said that they bought it and shelved it. Millie is convinced that the owner, Antoine, stole their AI engine for Free City, hence the lawsuit. Delora, Millie, and Keys clearly had two very different reactions to what happened to their work. Did you have a perspective on it? It's so funny. When I was re-watching it, I was thinking, you know, she probably had more gumption because as women, we always have to fight for her. <laughs> mm. Like, what is ours? And it's like, I know my issue when I see it. And I mm. know that I know my codes is the foundation of all this place, of all of this mess. So I just thought it was interesting. 
that dynamic and I mean that's literally how a partnership could go right people have different perspectives on it I think he just chose uh, the path of least resistance honestly it made him seem like a sellout it made him seem like a sellout because she seemed so convinced how did he not have really any doubts about what could have potentially happened with their game to your point I think another reason why Millie was so gung-ho is because she's the one who built the AI engine So she probably had much more invested or much more thought into the possibilities of it, maybe, or the potential of it, maybe, than he did. But I was disappointed in Keith. I was like, damn, you just don't go work for the enemy? Okay. And he's such a jerk, too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to get to your thoughts on, um, on Antoine. Obviously, Guy dying in the BO game, as I mentioned before, means nothing because he was rebooted and started a brand new day. And he finally gets to connect with Millie, a.k.a. Molotov Girl. But unfortunately, he is not on her level, Delora, player level that he is. <laughs> she gives him some pointers on getting his score up to over 100 before she can take him seriously. I thought that was funny because I know in video game world, it's just supposed to be like leveling up. But think about how almost like the analogy that is for real life, like you're coming to me, you're trying to approach me. But sir, you're not on my level. I need you to go get yourself together before you come back and try to be a part of my life. In some ways, it's better than her upgrading him. And then let me upgrade. <laughs> She's like, I need you to go do some self-work. And then you can come meet me right. back. I need for you to go to therapy. Know your inner child. And then <laughs> we can have an open, <laughs> vulnerable then, then maybe we can be together. <laughs> maybe we can make this work. After a few missteps, he racks up points being the good guy, stopping crime and violence in Free City, and people in the real world take notice and start calling him Blue Shirt Guy. Girl, Mm. he was even a clue on Jeopardy. Rest in peace, Alex Trebek. I loved all the cameos in this movie. I was going to mention it also gave me Matrix vibes, right? Absolutely. Opening up your eyes to the real reality. And, you know, not being lulled to sleep. (laughs) Absolutely. And the Terminator, because when you had the scene with him being chased by Keys and by Mauser, I definitely think of the Terminator and the cop who was always able to regenerate and was always coming after them. And so absolutely got a lot of the sci-fi film stuff thrown in there. One of my favorite parts of this whole sequence of him, you know, racking up points was just all the fabulous frames Ryan Reynolds got to wear. He looked really good in glasses. Not that there's any (laughs) doubt about that. (laughs) When Guy tried to get his BFF buddy to join him and become a sunglasses person, he refused. He seemed comfortable in the status quo and living his routine. What did you think about that? What did that say about the relationship between them and also was it supposed to show that Guy was just exceptional compared to all the other NPCs in the game? Well, I was going to be serious and quote the Bible that says, you, you can't cast your pearls among swines. Sometimes people Whoa. are just not ready. Right? <laughs> and you got to take that path alone to greatness. Okay. Uh, obviously, Blue Shirt Guy was special. But yeah, it, it showed that out of all the other characters within this game, something 
is up with his programming that has allowed him to level up, as we mentioned previously. Absolutely. It was also kind of sad, I guess, in the moment, because you have somebody who's coming to you and telling you, I can help make life better. Think about how many times you may get opportunities like that and you stay in comfort and you stay in whatever reality you're in out of fear. Yeah. Yeah, what they say, progress. Oh, forget Comfort me. is the Comfort. enemy of progress. Thank you. Greatest showman on earth. Thank you. It's one of my favorite quotes. Yeah, I know we're getting real deep with the quotes on this film, but everything is what, that is means something. This is what happens when you have a conversation with the cancer. Actually, <laughs> we go and deep. a Capricorn. And Capricorn. <laughs> very true, very we true. We take life very seriously. Okay. So seriously. Thank God I'm a cusp with that Sag. That's where that fire comes in anyway keys gets involved in helping Millie try to retrieve the evidence she needs again that lives in free city but it's guy that ultimately helps her out after her plans go awry trying to break into this stash house right while she's still trying to figure out who he is because everybody's trying to figure out who he is nobody thinks that it's possible that an npc somehow is doing everything on his own they do some bonding over bubble gum ice cream. Delora, do you like bubblegum ice cream? Hell no. I am a cookies and cream chick all day, every day. Uh, shout out, honorable mention to Butter Pecan because growing up in my household, we only <laughs> had one ice cream we could get unless it was our birthdays. My sister used to get Superman and I used to get cookies and cream <laughs> on those work. <laughs> I still love cookies and cream. Same. Do. Same. But I'm Extra a Oreos. I'm a chocolate girl myself. I love, I love black across the board. So chocolate is my favorite ice cream. It's so funny because for me, my favorite specialty ice cream is anything strawberry cheesecake, specifically Ben and Jerry's. They get that Shout out cracker, to Ben and Jerry's. Ben and Jerry's is my fave, fave, fave up there. Appreciate yes. y'all. Anyway, let's get off ice cream. I enjoyed that they never had Millie playing the role of a damsel in distress in this film. Yes. particularly in these action scenes. She was kicking ass, taking names. He was sitting on the sidelines looking at her in awe, in awe. and in wonder. Yep. And that was intentional. If you guys watch kind of the extended scenes that they have where they're talking about the making of Molotov Girl, again, with those extras on Disney+, Plus, they talk about the intentionality behind her and her look and her feel and all of that. And I love that for this character. Barely not a superhero is what they were going for. Just just shy of superhero. We finally meet Tsunami owner Antoine, who is giving both his employees and fans of the game the blues with broken promises and stress over the upcoming release of Free City 2. Give me your impressions of Antoine. Well, it's so funny because, you know, I know him to be a director and an actor outside of this film. He definitely was hamming it up, though. It was like, I'm going to give you Jagash, but I'm going to turn it up to 10. <laughs> he was like a little brat. He <laughs> and, was. Yeah. I think it was supposed to speak to game, gaming culture. So I'm curious what, the to immaturity know. Of yeah. It? yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. the being essentially a, a big kid, a child mm-hmm. in a man's body. And just the way that he went about life and business. And that's no offense to gamers. I'm sure y'all watch this and we're like, this is ridiculous with the impression. Some of y'all, some of y'all. But I enjoyed Antoine just for the fact that he is exactly what I would imagine 
somebody to be like of that stature within like the gaming community who is capable of like the deception that he's done to make this game what it is. And also just like the way he treated the voice, he was like, I think they said it best in there. Like he's a, uh, like a mixed mashup of like Steve Jobs, an evil villain and like a comedian or something. Like he had all the makings of like a terrible leader, but at the same time, very good, obviously, at what he did that made him so successful, like a Steve Jobs, but he was also villainous in his intentions. And that's why people still follow him too, right? Because they assume that he knows what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah. But when I say villainous, it's because the as Keys discovers, we discover when he comes to Millie, Guy is AI, artificial intelligence, the first real artificial intelligence. And the code to free city is indeed there. So that he really did steal their game build and put it into free city. Some of the other NPCs have been progressing as well, which he's notes like the barista learned how to make a cappuccino. One of the other NPCs wrote like a scathing book manifesto, like all these things that they've been getting into kind of behind the scenes, which is fascinating. Do you think that you would watch a video game that had their original concept of just watching characters evolve. I mean, it kind of reminds you of like The Sims, but right. on a different level. No, <laughs> no. And that's just because I'm just not into it. But I know there's all types of video games out there. To your point, there's a Sims where you can, you know, build people and build cities and things like that. It's not all shoot them up. I'm just not a gamer. I would rather read a book or watch a movie hence our podcast (laughs) Uh, how about you I'm not a gamer either so I want some of our gamers who listen I know at least hopefully one or two of y'all are out there to uh, give us some feedback about whether or not that would be the type of game you would enjoy I think for me I would find it fascinating if there was really something groundbreaking about it like again with this whole AI concept to see growth would be both both intriguing and terrifying so I probably would, like if there was some type of stream of it, like on Twitch or something, I might hop on just to be like, this is wild. But the fact that there are people who watch other people play video games, absolutely, I can imagine there would have been an audience for a game like this. And because it's in a movie, I guarantee you somebody's already working on it or it's already about to come to market. <laughs> you know what? I don't even begrudge people who sit up and watch other people watch, you know, play video games because... For many years, I used to sit up and watch women put on makeup, do Mm -hmm. their hair, natural Mm -hmm. hair. Obviously, I feel like there's something practical you can get out of it, but that doesn't negate (laughs) that we're watching people do something. You know what I mean? So, And I mean, gaming is the number one money-making entertainment genre of anything. More than TV, more than movies, more than sports, it's gaming. So... And if you have the right technology, those worlds that they do build are fascinating. David loves destiny and, you know, you're in space and the different planets you land on can be very engaging and fun to look at. So the you're fact also that shooting there's, at aliens. And the fact that there's money in it gave me a newfound respect. I went to a huge gaming convention in Daytona Beach within the last years and I got to kind of see the the machine because I had never really attended something like that and not not my cup of tea 
but I get it. And I was like, wow, like this is really a thing. This is big. This is, there's a sense of community with all of this. People love this. And so, yeah, again, I can definitely see an audience for the type of game that they wanted to create. So even though Keith has come and dropped this bombshell to Nellie, she's not quite as excited, Laura, because she's kind of fallen for Guy. She said that uh, he kissed her and he said, there's no button for that. And she said, oh, he found the button. Okay. Okay, sis. I'm covering my mouth because that came out way dirtier than I originally planned. Keys and Millie, though, set out to prove that Free City uses their code, but they only have 48 hours. Always has to be a crunch, doesn't it? Before Free City 2 launches, replacing Free City 1 and all the characters within it. This is when you hit your Matrix moment, Dolores, because Millie has to go back into the game and break the news to Guy that it's not real. The game is not reality. And he does not take it very well at first. He has a bit of an existential crisis. So good old buddy comes through with some gems to get him back on track. How would you feel if you found out that this life wasn't real? Yo, I don't know, man. I don't know. That would be crazy. Especially if it's um, your reality is a lot worse than what it is, right? (laughs) You know, if we were plugged up, there was this movie with, Jude Law I think and Forrest Whitaker and it played into the sci-fi realm and they were trying to you know they were the poor guys being the big establishment and the way that movie ends spoiler alert they're all hooked up and they're in paradise but they thought they were in paradise but in fact they were captured by the powerful people and you know essentially imprisoned in their own mind awful that is terrifying you know what I mean and that ending stuck with me I'm gonna look it up and I'll let you know before the end of this recap the name of that movie but man that would suck it would just suck I I don't know what I would do I think that's a good perspective on the the fact of what is real what is actually real if this isn't real and is it going to be better or worse because I've said multiple times like when things are going well and such. If this is the matrix, don't wake me up. Like, don't pull the plug. And then the other time, go ahead and pull it. I'm over this. Let's see what else is going on. I think because of watching so many TV shows and movies uh, at this point, I would not be shocked if I found out this news. But at the same Girl. time, I would have that whole existential crisis. Like, yeah. what does this really mean? What difference does any of this make to anything yeah. that I'm doing? You know, I think to the saying of ignorance is bliss. Ignorance really is bliss in these sorts of circumstances. Yeah. Because then you're you're completely upended. Your mind is never going to be able to let you rest with this news and this knowledge, right? You're always going to be trying to figure out, you know, what's real and what's not and what else is out there to a certain extent. It was Repo Men and it came out in 2010. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. Well, guys, let us know what you would do if you found out you were living in a video game. What does this really be? All right. The scene that took me, about took me out in this film was between Channing Tatum, Ryan Reynolds, and Little Rail. <laughs> Everything. I love Channing Tatum. He's had a weird go, though, these last couple of years after the divorce, I feel like, but... I just feel like I wasn't ready. I did not expect it to be as funny as it was, as over the top as it was, as ridiculous as it was. And I appreciate that Channing Tatum will go there. Like he, he really gave me such an entertaining moment 
and Ryan Reynolds and Channing Tatum together need to do another film. So I enjoyed their chemistry. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. After realizing Blue Shirt Guy is losing him money, Antoine pushes for a system reboot that resets everything, including Guy. But Millie is the key that brings him back to life based on code that Keys created. Once restored, Guy shows Millie the evidence that their original game build is hidden past the horizon in Free City, which is seemingly impossible to reach. Guy enlists the help of the other NPCs to go on strike so that they couldn't be used in the game. And Antoine and company pull out all the stops to try and keep Millie and Guy from getting past the horizon, including a jacked up version of Guy named Dude. They also booted every player from the game. And when all else fails, Antoine goes ape shit with an axe to the servers. Delora, there was a lot going on. A lot. As I we tried to wrap up this finale. Way, yeah. Yeah. It was tough to watch somebody go at Ryan Reynolds. Again, I didn't know it was a real guy that is portrayed in this film. I thought it was all like CGI, but no, they just I did CGI too. Ryan's and then I face. Saw, yeah, on yeah. that guy. Yeah. That was interesting in terms of the technology and the technique that they used. That was another one, guys. Again, that was a clip that was available on Disney Plus to watch if you care to see kind of how dude was created and also give the man who played dude some props because you didn't get to see his face in the film so he deserves to be seen for who his body was insane i mean oh yeah like oh yeah i think i got really frustrated once antoine got to the servers because i'm like is anybody gonna stop this man no because they're terrified Yeah, that was very frustrating. But thankfully, Keys was smart enough to keep a stream going of the game so the world could watch when the truth was finally revealed. And you finally got to see the portion that existed and that was stolen. Millie ended up having to make a deal, though, with Antoine to keep him from destroying the last Free City server. But thankfully, it didn't work out in his favor anyway, because Free City 2 was a disaster. And Millie and Keys gang free life was an indie success. Delora, as we wrap this film, Millie has to go back into newly created free life to say goodbye to Guy while realizing he's based on the feelings Keys has had for her all along. Who knew this was truly a love story? I thought it was so cute. Yeah, that definitely took a turn. Um, and it also makes so much sense. <laughs> it was just so heartwarming. I really appreciated um, how they broke that down. Like, no, this is if Keys was wrapped up <laughs> in a game, all of his affections would be towards you. And I'm just like, oh, this is everything. And I love me some Jody Comer. So. I didn't realize she was so young. I, I never got a chance to get into Killing Eve, but she just looked never older late. to me in that show. But she's young. I think it's because she's playing an assassin, right? So it's really true. It's just such a rough character. <laughs> yeah. So you yeah. don't usually think of someone young portraying that type of role, but she does it to perfection. Villanelle is a complicated interesting character but I thought it was super cute and even though Guy doesn't get the girl he gets his buddy because buddy lives Delora it seemed like he was gone 
once everything was getting torn down in Free City, but thankfully he pops back up in Free Life. And so as usual, theme is love across the board. It's not just romantic love. It's also the love of friendship, which we know because I love you. So <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> All right. Do you feel like as we're kind of closing out the film, Free Life was a bit closer to paradise now? You had the opulence of like, you know, trees and shrubbery and, you know, it just, it looked a little bit more maybe like a paradise of someone's dream. It was definitely calmer. It's still not my paradise, but still, it was great. It was great for the film. (laughs) It was an upgrade from Free City. I would say say so. Yeah. Because again, you got to think about it. Free City is marketed towards more than likely young white men. So none of that the guns and the the hot babes and all that really was for me or interests me mind you I think we had this conversation before too it's like you know growing up I had an appreciation for frat boy humor just because that was the humor of the day Mm -hmm. it's like thank god I'm not there anymore because there's so much more sophistication and humor that's available to us now i.e Shit's Creek uh, modern family, you know, things like that. Abbott Elementary. So I think that's why it's like, oh, it's not really my paradise because I'm pretty sure it's not meant for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's someone's version of paradise. I don't think they wanted to make it look like heaven necessarily. And that yes. standard of paradise, I think they just right. wanted to make it look more like a paradise if you could go to some a nice utopia. town or city, yeah. right? Where you don't really have problems and worries and mm-hmm. things like that. So in that case, I think they succeeded. But what are your other final thoughts on Free Guy? I absolutely love the originality of the story. To your point, we're in this world, this world within a world. And the story that ultimately has a foundation of it being a love story, which, you know, I love. (laughs) So it was a lot of fun. Ryan Reynolds was Ryan Reynolds in this movie but again (laughs) a lot of fun wonderful seeing keys because you know shout out to stranger things Mm -hmm. you think they're gonna do a second one I think this is great standalone I don't think they really need another one but I don't think they do either successful you know how studios get sometimes sometimes like if it ain't broke don't fix it type of thing like let it be what it is let it be great because I feel like if they try to do a sequel it's going to be unnecessary and then it's going to tarnish the first one so Mm -hmm. I think leave well enough alone guys let this live but let's go back to my thoughts from the Adam Project do you feel like <laughs> okay. he had better chemistry with oh Joey Homer than he did with Zoe oh Saldana? Tell me the truth. He's tell me the truth. Real in this movie. Tell actually. me the truth. Because I have to tell you, I thought about it again, and I said he still my thought stands. His chemistry was so much; it seemed so pure. It was this. very innocent in this, for sure. Which, again, I love. Yeah, I I I am picking up what you're putting down, Ashley. <laughs> Looking back at the Adam Project, it does appear that Zoe Saldana was doing all the work. Yep. You better wonder, bring some of that energy to my good sis Zoe. You better bring some of that energy. <laughs> and I wonder if Zoe felt like she had to compensate because you know 
you know how these tropes are hot Latina or whatever, but he was not, there was a pureness though in this that was palpable, mm-hmm. unlike the Adam Project. So I will yes. give you this one, Ashley. Okay. You're welcome. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's really my final thoughts on Free Guy. I just needed that validation. And just to say again, I love this movie. I watched it a second time. I was like, yeah, I remember. I, I really love this. It was a fun ride. It brought me joy. It's one that I would even, again, if I still bought DVDs, I'd probably buy this. Because it's one I feel like I could really? watch over and over and over again. Yeah, it's just one of those for me. There's just certain ones that stick. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I could watch this on the loop. I wouldn't mind. Yeah. So this was one for me, which again, I think is why I gave it an A. Because I, I know my taste. I know <laughs> what I just want to consume constantly. And it, it lives up there for me. So Ryan Reynolds has not missed in my mind as of yet. So keep up the good work, sir. Anyway, Recap Nation, we are out for the recap today. Thank you so much for listening to it. Let us know if you have any thoughts. Gamers especially, we want to hear from you on this recap. Let us know. Delora, what you got for hitting gems this week? Yes, yes, yes. All right. My first hitting gem is absolutely nowhere near hitting. It is Netflix original series, Stranger Things season four, volume one. The crew is back, and this they is so no wrong. Oh my goodness! Comparing season one to season four is They're like so freaking wrong. night and day, and they are still adorable. But when I tell you this season is way more scarier, I know that's not proper English, but it's scary and. I think it's kind of giving me Harry Potter progression, how things got like darker Mm. as they got older. That's a good, that's a good comparison. The story, it took a while to get there, but they did a really good job. And I cannot wait for the second volume to drop. It's been consuming me since Memorial Day. We finally finished it last week and I just had to talk about it. It was fun. And again, I am anxiously waiting for the second half of season four to drop all right my second hidden gem it's one of my favorite podcasts um they have a visual show on revolt this is called earn your leisure they talk about personal finances and investments and you know specifically through the african-american experience they interview a lot of interesting people, business owners, and sometimes celebrities. And I specifically want to highlight their conversation with Jamil Hill, the famous sports journalist. And she just talks about the business of journalism, how, you know, her favorite, not favorite, but the beloved show, His and Hers on ESPN, she was making less money than her co um, worker and they were doing the exact same job and the importance of negotiating your salary and knowing where your coin is and investing in what you believe in and know so many great gems in that conversation it's available on youtube again on the revolt channel it's about an hour and 20 minutes as long i always it's a podcast and so it's on video form so i always have it in the background while i'm working excellent conversation. My final hidden gem this week 
is up there with my love of all things Oh Rich Lady stuff. This is the Great American Tag Sale with Martha Stewart. It is giving me all the posh, all the... <laughs> I was very surprised that this was on your list. I have to be I honest. loved every moment of this. <laughs> when this was announced as a mid-season show, I was like, what? so random but it makes so much sense you know Martha Stewart is all things you know waspy you know what I mean and her state in New York State was expansive and wonderful and she had all the stuff um, I guess she closed all her offices and stuff that of course she had around her state to sell and I'm like I've never heard of it called a tag sale I only knew it as a garage sale and the way my allergies are set up I'm not really one to really go to those <laughs> you know what I mean that in the way my spiritual self is set up because I'm like we're gonna be praying over all the stuff coming into this house because I don't know the energy and mm. the people who had this stuff before me okay but it was a lot of fun. Of course, she had some celebrity cameos with Sunny and Joy from The View. Chris Jenner wasn't necessarily there, but of course, she put her bid on some things and in Chris Jenner's form, bought all of it. <laughs> she bought all the um, a particular set, but it was a lot of fun and it's worth the watch. It's available on Hulu. It originally showed on ABC. Yeah, that's all I got. How about you, Ashley? And correction, I didn't mean to say mid-season, I meant to say summer premiere. Um, I have two hidden gems, which are previous hidden gems, but season twos have dropped for both of them. So I want to show them some additional love. And that is Hacks and Made for Love on HBO Max. Hacks was one of my favorite new series uh, that premiered previously. And so season two did not disappoint me. Yeah, season two did not disappoint me. You know, Jean, she, she did her thing on the award circuit for this. So... Season two was still really good, left on a bit of a cliffhanger. So I'm curious to see what they're going to do for season three. And then Made for Love, I'm on the finale right now and trying to figure out what's about to happen. This is very sci-fi. It's a lot going on, including some invasion of the body snatchers type-ish going okay. on in season two. We also have an appearance from Dro from Insecure. He has made an appearance in season two, which was totally unexpected. So good for you, sir. HBO family. Yeah. And tapping into a new audience. Okay. So I'm enjoying both of these uh, second seasons of these shows. I feel like both are pretty original, uh, have very good writing, very good acting. Um, Shout out to Ray Romano on Made for Love for completely departing from his usual. I just encourage everybody to check those two shows out. So Made for Love, Hacks, HBO Max, season two. And that's all I have this week, Delora. So guys, if you can believe it, another show in the books. Do not worry, Brandon. Atlanta is still coming. Your request has not been lost in the mail. (laughs) We so appreciate each and every one of you every single week for sticking with us, for giving us feedback, for giving your reactions. We love all of you. Thank you for anybody new who has listened, who has recommended us, who has shouted us out on IG or any other platform. Thank you to all the love on YouTube, guys. You cannot believe some of the love we've gotten there. Like, thank you all. Be blessed. We'll see you next time. Bye.